You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. <laughs> Empire. Welcome to the Trading Camp Opening Edition of All's Caps with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alzer. I'm AP Hacker and Steve Wino. I am live from above the ice at MedStar Capitals Iceplex. Caps have their first on-ice sessions at Training Camp today, uh, skate test today, which I know probably wasn't your favorite time of, of life, Carl. Um, just uh, TJ Oshie skipped the skate test, uh, had an upper body procedure that I'm sure you knew about, that we didn't know about in the offseason, uh, that they say he's fine, uh, is going to be on, on the ice for practice. Obviously, no Nicholas Backstrom, uh, no Tom Wilson, which we knew. Carl Hagelin dealing with a lower body injury that Brian McClellan, unrelated to the eye, that, that, that Brian McClellan said is going to be long-term. But we have a starting, uh, this team has a starting goaltender, a, a no-doubter in, in Darcy Kemper, uh, a no-doubt coach in, in Peter Laviolette. Alex Ovechkin is back, apparently crushed it in the skate test. Just your initial thoughts on, on this team opening camp. It's a lot going on. It's a lot uh, going on, Carl. Oh, man. Um... Interesting about the Hagelin thing. I didn't. I'm curious what happened there. Um, Apparently, it was a lingering injury, not something new, because he was flying around in, in, in scrimmages and stuff out here. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I don't. I mean, a guy, a guy that skates the way he does, a lower body injury is not something that that's going to help him out very much. So that's that's uh, very unfortunate. Um, skate test. Uh, yeah, brutal. But <laughs> but also one of the things that me and Beegs, because me and Beegs trained together, was something we always prepared for um kind of mentally and physically we knew how much of a grind uh the test was and how frustrating it was for so many people so we always made sure that we were either in in good shape um so that we could could be towards the top but also making it seem like we were in better shape than we actually were and that was always part of our plan never never keeled over hands on resting on your on your pants like a lot of guys do or down on one knee it was supposed to always just be win the mental grind as well. And so that was, that was what we always tried to do, but you get to really see who the, the, the guys who are really great skaters, how, how good they can do at this stuff. And then the guys that just seem to have to battle through, like I remember Ovi having to do it the one time where I don't think he, I don't think he quite, I don't know if maybe he didn't understand the format, but he went so fast on his first rep that he was like, he was like half a zone in front of the next closest person. And then he was like maybe third or fourth on the next rep and then last for all the ones after that. Because he would just blow all the energy. Oh, he was all done, which is kind of the way he plays on the ice too. So I guess why change anything? Um, but it was it was pretty funny. So yeah, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough day because then it kind of sets the tone for the rest of camp and sometimes your body can't recover fast enough. Your hips are really bad after that. So it's, it's a bit of a tough one. Like we talked about last time when you're um, – you know, when you're when you're a veteran guy, you don't necessarily worry about those things as much as as you do when you're, you know, coming in as a as maybe a 
a free agent or a PTO or, or a young player. So it, it's a weird one, but man, there's a lot of stuff going on with this team right now and no shortage of, uh, of news. It sounds like. Yeah. And we'll get to the Nicholas Backstrom and, and the Tom Wilson uh, injuries and prognosis and everything later. We'll hear from, from both of those guys, but I, I want to start with my, my takeaway on Carl Hagelin is I don't think we see him play hockey this season. And, and that's just judged, like based on Brian McClellan saying this is a long-term injury. Even with the eye, let's let take the eye out of it. Yeah, I, I, it just doesn't seem like this guy in the last year of his contract that we're going to see him. And the roster does kind of fit together without a Carl Hagelin. If you remember that Marcus Johansson re-signed, which is it's pronounced Johansson again, apparently. Uh, oh. Marcus Johansson, it, it could slot in on, on, on that fourth line left wing in Hagelin's old spot. Yeah, uh, it's. I think, I, I, don't, I don't know the details about it, but his injury last year was, I think, significant enough that you don't really want to risk going out there and not being able to right. see perfectly. Right. Like you gotta, you gotta be so careful on the ice. If you, sure. if, if you're, I mean, yeah, if you don't have great vision, then, then it's, it's hard to play the game. So just having that and then something else kind of on, on top of it probably makes it a little bit easier for the team to say, Hey, like, let's, let's yeah, pump the brakes, you know, there's no point. Um, but as a player and a, and a, and a warrior, you don't, you don't, want to ever hear that so i'm i'm curious how uh how he's feeling all about that but yeah a, a long-term injury that's not what you want to hear in training camp sure uh the, the other the other kind of big takeaway today was uh, as much as everyone misses i use samsonov and vitek vanacek that having a solid stanley cup winning goaltender again there's just a calm and ease about not uh, john carlson told us like well it's not my job it's not my decision like i do everything in front but there's a there's a certain calm to knowing who your goalie is right yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing with, with any position, you know, like you don't want to have to go in every game and not knowing if you're in the lineup or out of the lineup as a defenseman or as a forward or anything, it's, it's, it, there needs to be some consistency and chemistry. And, and I understand having to do that for a goalie that needs rest. You know, you want, you only want them to play so many games, but, but to do it because you just, you know, based off of playing merit and, and it's hard for them to get into a groove that that sucks for the, the player and it sucks for for the team as well even though you know it is somewhat easy to to change your style depending on the goalie you just don't want to have to do that so so yeah you, you uh, i think every team in the league has a, a number one maybe there's a couple that that'll split time for a few, but, yeah yeah but, but for the most part you you need your number one as uh, makes the most sense yeah, and look, we'll, we'll, we'll have some more Darcy Kemper conversation later. I spoke with him in Vegas last week, and he said he likes to play a lot of games. I wouldn't be surprised he plays 60 games this year. Yeah, if he likes to play, let him play. You know, if, he wants to play. Yeah, if he'll tell you if he's not feeling good or if his body needs something or take a couple practices off. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of goalies that will come in and stand in, in, the, in the net for practice if they need him to, or a lot of call-ups and all that stuff. So if, if he wants to play and that's the way he feels best, then, then yeah, let the guy go. Guys, guys seem to like your boy Charlie Lindgren too already. I'm not surprised one bit. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, he's, he's he's a great guy to have around, and and he is a really good goalie. So I'm hoping we get to see him uh, to play a bunch. But but yeah, I mean, if Kemper wants to play all the games, then then maybe not so much. But they'll they'll enjoy having him in practice, and he battles hard. So he's he's one of those guys that's fun to have. It's like when we had we had Holtz in there and, and battling, you know, trying to save every single puck and not let any rebounds in, you know, Chuck is kind of like that in practice in practice. Yeah. He he'll, he'll still make some acrobatic saves. And maybe, maybe he's different now that he's getting a little bit older, but, but uh, he was like that for sure. 
Yeah, I see. Art still has the mustache, too, so I think that's very popular among teammates. Um, when we come back on All's Caps, we're going to hear from Nicholas Backstrom, talk about kind of his optimism, Brian McClellan's maybe a little bit less optimism about Backstrom being able to return this season, but I don't know. I feel a whole lot better about it after talking to Nick this morning at MedStar. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about that and later get into Tom Wilson's rehab from that torn ACL. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think I'll start off by saying uh, I'm pain free. Uh, no more pain that I had before, and, and uh, feeling good. Uh, I'm in the gym, working out, doing my rehab. Uh, I mean, so far so good. How realistic do you think it is that, that you're going to play this season? I'm me personally. I'm very optimistic, and I'm very optimistic that I'm going to play before before the season ends. That was Nicholas Backstrom on the first day of Capitals training camp. Uh, this is all cast with former Capitals defenseman Carl Alzer on maybe hockey writer Steve Wino. Obviously, Nick Backstrom not on the ice, but he's saying about how he can, how he can tie his shoes down and play with his kids and pick up socks. It, it, there was just there was a certain kind of newfound optimism now after talking to Nicholas Backstrom. And, and I, I know you weren't here to, to, to get a chance to hear that, but just hearing that and, and kind of seeing the way he is about this gives me a whole different feeling about Nick Basham's future NHL career. Yeah, I think if you go from not being able to do day-to-day activities and walking around with a limp, um, you're probably pretty pretty down on on everything and your chances. And then all of a sudden, everything is back. There's definitely reason to be optimistic, right? And he knows his body. He knows right. what it what it feels like um, to to feel good and where it needs to be in order to perform. And he hasn't obviously put it under the stress of, of playing or practicing even, but, but at least, at least he's feeling that he's right there. So that, that, or maybe not right there, but he's, that he's on, on track. He's on to track. Be there. Right. Yeah. So that, that's a good thing. And then coming from a different perspective as like a, as a GM or a trainer or anything like that, the, going into it, you're, no one's ever come back from an operation like this. So, so you can't really be overly optimistic, right? You got to kind of think, well, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, right? And so, so it's two completely different sides of the spectrum, and I, I understand, I can understand both of them. But if he, if Nick feels like he's he's doing really well and better than expected, at least better than he was told he was going to be, then I think you're, I think that's a pretty damn good sign. It, it is, and, and and Brian McClellan, I don't want to say threw cold water on it, but definitely pumped the brakes on. We don't know if he can skate the way he used to skate, right? Like like the fact that he can walk and feels good. He hasn't gotten back on the ice yet, and and it is kind of like let's wait to see it happen, 
and, and we're kind of having this debate in the, in the Caps media room of, like, when do you think Nick's going to play? When do you think Tom's going to play? We'll get to that on Tom later. But to Nick, I, I could see him playing in the second half of the year, but there, there is a little bit of, of caution on pump the brakes from Brian McClellan on just, you're right, no one's come back from this. Andy Murray did this for tennis, but that's not put on, on, on ice skates. Yeah, well, and it's the thing, too. It's like if it was, I got an example of, um, someone telling you that they're going to take you to uh, play Augusta and you're like, okay, sweet. When, when's it going to happen? Oh, it'll happen at some point. I'll let you know. So you tell all your buddies, oh, I'm going to go play Augusta. It's going to be so sweet. I just don't know when yet. And then they ask you, well, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Oh, I don't know. And then you got to always answer that question. So, you know, why not go after it the other way and say, look, it's chances are slim. You know, we don't think it's going to happen or, We'll have to just wait and see. And it kind of, like you said, it puts puts water on the fire. So I that that's spoken like a true GM, you know, someone who knows who knows that there's no re, no reason to kind of blow things up right now. So I I understand that, but I'm so hopeful that he can come back and skate. Um, he's smart enough that he doesn't have to be skating, you know, skate like the wind to to be successful. At, no. But ideally, you know, you want him to be doing that. So we'll we'll wait and see. But but I'm just happy that he's uh, he's able to function again. Me, me too, and 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 I, I my hot take is I think when Nick comes back, just from feeling pain free, which he says he's pain free now, I think he's going to be maybe not as great as he was before, but he doesn't need to be a, a great skater to do the things he does well. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, take take away some pressure of him having to uh, you know be the guy in the penalty kill, be the guy up and down the ice all the time. You know, for twenty minutes a game. You know, throw him out there on on the power play for for you know um, skating pucks in and controlling the puck on the half wall and then minimize the the damage the rest of the game. I mean, that's you still take a guy like that. <laughs> you know, any yeah. any team does. So um, they have they have koozie for some of the other stuff. So yeah, it's uh, you know Nick Nick is uh, versatile like that. He can kind of do whatever they need him to do. It sounds like the Nick Backstrom fill in plan is some combination of. Connor McMichael, Lars Eller, and Dylan Strom. One of those guys has to play on the wing, and the line Brian McClellan made was training camp and exhibition games are going to matter. I have my opinion about how this is going to shake out, but it feels like the Caps have some options here. What's your opinion? My, my opinion is, is is opening night, Connor McMichael is the second-line center, Dylan Strom is on his wing, and Lars Eller is the third-line center. I just think Dylan Strom, given what he can do and some of the limitations, is better off on wing. I know Peter Laviolette loves Connor McMichael in the middle. Lars Eller prefers to be in the middle. And if you put Anthony Mantha with Lars Eller, which worked a little bit last season, I, I, you can mix and match a few things along the way. But I think that's where you start. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think, yeah, it's nice. I think it'd be nice to show or give McMichael some more opportunity, you know, give him a really good sample size with good, sure. good line mates, not saying that once he's played with aren't, but you know, the top end guys that can, you can see if, if there's a, if there's a bond there and, and I think he's, he's due for that opportunity. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, Lars has been a, a third line center for a long time, you know, let him, let him thrive in that role that he has thrived in for so many years. And then, you know, as we know, we got to bring in some young guys every single year to, to step up. And then you've, you, you made some deals this summer for a reason, brought guys in. So put him in those spots and, and see what happens. But yeah, you, 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 Nick Backstrom is a player that is only replaced by committee. You know, there yeah. isn't, there isn't a replacement for Nick Backstrom. So figure out the best way to, to work those lines and 
and then see if it see if it's the right recipe. Yeah, and, and this is why when, whenever I talk about the offseason, I think Brian McClellan did exactly right in, in terms of, of setting this team up for success without Nicholas Backstrom, without Tom Wilson. When we come back on All's Caps, we're going to talk about the Tom Wilson rehab, maybe ahead of schedule, at least on schedule from, from this torn ACL. Uh, Connor Brown, a little bit of what the Capitals have planned in Tom Wilson's absence for the first month and a half, two months of the season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it's one of those things where, you know, you can be ahead of schedule, but you still need to wait. Like, it's kind of a weird mental mental one that way because you got to let the, the injury heal itself. Um, and just, like, the science and the research and everything on all this stuff is saying, you know, you got to wait um, and do it once and not. So I feel good. I've, I feel like I've kind of been ahead of schedule, per se, since kind of day one. Um, but that really doesn't... It doesn't mean much, unfortunately. Obviously, I want to be as good as I can every day, but you still gotta, still gotta wait. Mentally, how has it been? I mean, you're not out on the ice. You're kind of watching everyone. Yeah, like I think mentally, I've been trying my hardest just to, um, you know, take a bit of a, a break and allow my my body and my mind to get a little bit of it. Like, you know, the one silver lining is the rest of your body can heal up. You can take some time to you know, get a bit of a mental break. Um, during the summer, at least I was trying to do that a little bit and just focus on my knee and focus on my rehab. Um, but obviously as you get back around the rink and stuff, it gets it gets more difficult when you're seeing the guys skating and playing and stuff. So I'll just try and, you know, try and be a good teammate, be around and hang with the guys and just keep getting better and take it kind of day by day. That was Tom Wilson on, on his kind of injury rehab from, from the torn ACL. This is all his caps, former capital Spencer Carl Osner. I'm at the hockey writer Steve Wino. Uh, it feels to me like Tom Wilson is ahead of schedule, Carl, but that they're almost artificially going to have to hold him back from from playing. And, and the things we keep hearing is something like mid December. Yeah, well, I think you know he said it with the science, right? Like there there is there, there is better science, you know, than there has been. It it always seems to be evolving, and they know how to treat the injuries better and and heal guys faster. But at the same time, it you know, t- time is still, you know, the the best thing in the end, you know, give your body enough time to get where it needs to be and then start to push it a little bit to see if it can, if it can excel. Right. So that's, there's, there is zero point of pushing an injury like this. He said it himself to, again, you know, do it one time, do it right. And, and that's, that's unfortunately what you have to do and, and don't, don't push it. It's halfway through the season, right? It's not, it's not a playoff injury. It's not something that, right that that you need to not do or die so i think that it's it's totally fine not surprised that he feels he feels as good as he does that we've said this that he's he's a guy that's in really good shape and um and has you know lots of access to to good people whether it's the the caps staff or the staff in in toronto you know toronto has a lot of uh, really good uh, really good people in the medical field and training field there that that we know he works with. So yeah, it's, it, it's, it is zero surprise that he's ahead of schedule, but you know, let's all same thing with Nick, you know, we, we pump the brakes and, and we let him get back to, to feeling good, but I know everyone will be excited when they start seeing him out there practice. 
and it was wacky because he was telling us that, that when he when he actually hurt the knee, he was able to jump around and everything off the ice, and everything fell fine. And, and the trainers were basically like, "You shouldn't be able to do this on a torn ACL." And, and so he fell fine until he got on the ice, and the motion of skating it just didn't work. I mean, like as much as he wanted to come back last plus, it was never going to happen. Yeah, there's a lot of weird injuries like that when when you get on the ice, they don't necessarily feel right, or you know, I, I always say like when. When you have a, when we had like a, a sprained ankle or a, a broken bone in the foot and, and just walking sucked, but as soon as it gets in that boot, right. you know, you, you have a little bit more protection in there and, and it's braced and you can, and you can do a few things, but yeah, when you're, when you're off the ice and it, it can go both ways, it seems like that's what it was for him, but it, it's a skating motion is not, not something normal. So it's a, it, it can, it can put a little bit of extra strain on, on certain muscles. So I felt that today when I was trying to do a. Uh, a, a jump lunge, a, a groin, like a, a side lunge. And I'm like, oh, this is not a normal position anymore. You gotta, you gotta really work your way into it. So yeah, he's, he's just gotta, he's like, he, he has to beat the mental game here. Like he said it himself, it's, it's messing with him to, to sit out as long as, as he's going to have to, but, but look, it's, it's part of the injury. And he's signed long-term. Like you don't, yeah. you don't want to screw up this guy's career to rush him back for a mid-December game. Yeah, tell the player that. That's the hard thing. <laughs> I know, know? No, 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 but you know, but you know what? That, and, and you know, this, a lot of this is protecting you guys from yourselves. Yes, like, you a, have like, to, right? Like, and, and especially on concussion stuff. I mean, the NFL has a concussion protocol. The NHL does too. That you might feel right, but if you're not right, you're going to do more harm to yourself long term than good. Yeah, absolutely. And and you can, and it's just so hard to look long term, though. You know, you, you of you're so worried that someone's going to take your spot. You're going to come back and. And you're not going to be the same player, so you just don't want to miss the time. Like there, there's so many different, different things that you have to battle through mentally as well as physically when you have an injury and, and a significant injury. So um, it's like I, I played with one guy in particular who you could you couldn't say anything to him. He was just gonna he was gonna play with an injury and it like. was, no. Well, he was also one of them. But it was we knew it was going to mess him up, and and he just didn't care. You know, it was it was I I belong on the ice, and I don't belong in the trainer's room. So here I go again, and next thing you know, injury again. Next thing you know, injury again. And it's it, some guys are like that, and it's hard to talk them talk them into doing something. But it's uh, you you hope they make the right decision. Right. Uh, okay. So I know I know you got baseball to coach, so we're to let you we're, we'll we'll stop after this. But I know the thing I'm looking forward to seeing in training camp and exhibition is how that second line center thing shapes out. Where's Strom? Where's McMichael? All that. Is there anything you are looking for out of training camp and exhibition games as things get started here? Uh, yeah. You know, not not really. You know, because I, I know it's that, an old team, right? Like it's a veteran yeah. team. There's not a whole lot of jobs up for grabs. I mean, we love Hendricks Lapierre and all of those things, but like, there's not jobs up for grabs on this team. Yeah. And like Max said, you know, the games do matter, but they matter just to kind of see where, where guys fit in on the ice and stuff like that. I, I don't know because, because I, because I've been through exhibition games before and, and you're just trying to get through the games. Like you're, you're right. not, you know, you're not even going full tilt in these games. So there, there's an, I guess the thing I'm most looking forward to is just the building being open and, and ice being in there and, yeah. and some games being played, but otherwise, otherwise not really. I want to see, I want to see after, you know, the, however many exhibition games I want to see right before the last exhibition game, what the lineup is like. And, you know, the second last one is usually a good one as well, because you can see where guys are starting to slot in with their line mates and, and, uh, and the last two where you can see the lineup starting to take shape. But then after that, you know, once, once you start getting in into the lines in practice and, uh, 
and and the team is there that that that's what i'm looking forward to <laughs> now that the skate test is over and the <laughs> right and, and the gym stuff is over then the rest of it's just kind of relaxed until uh season starts well, we got less than three weeks until opening night october 12th against the boston bruins and the games count for real none of this exhibition crap actual games carl good to talk to you again and thanks for everybody listening on all caps